Protecting your assets for the next generation. You're listening to The Strong Room, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Welcome to The Strong Room. I'm Peter Watts. Today we'll speak about families with a disabled member of the family, someone who is not able to work but who may be eligible for the AISH benefit. My guest is Irfan Sabir, MLA for Calgary McCall and the Minister of Community and Social Services. Let's talk about the AISH program first of all because it's one you are responsible for, you know something about and you have had some experience with it. Um, uh, What is the AISH program designed to do? Ish program, which is Assured Income for Severely Handicapped. Uh, it's a program that provides financial and health-related benefits to adults uh, with permanent disabilities who are uh, unable to earn a livelihood. And at this point, there are 60,000-plus Albertans who are getting financial and health-related benefits through this program. 60,000? Yes, Let's talk about the Henson Trust, because that was a factor in in uh, some changes to the legislation that were brought in. What can you tell us about the background of that and how it prompted changes in the Alberta legislation? Except for Alberta, trusts in general across Canada uh, were exempt when it comes to disability-related supports. Alberta was the only province, and in 2017... My colleague, MLA Malkinson, now Minister of Service Alberta, consulted with families across this province, 400 plus families, and brought forward a private member bill, Bill 11. And that bill proposed changes to age legislation, which had been passed, and had it been passed, would see, families would see Henson Trust exempted, but that died on the floor because session ended. After that, those families reached out to MLA Malkinson's office, Mr. Malkinson's office, my office, and also there was a petition started by Inclusion Alberta where 3,400 Albertans weighed, weighed in and asked for those changes, and hence the Bill 5. So what Bill 5 does, does essentially two things. One, it exempts non-discretionary trusts uh, from counting towards the eligibility requirement, which is $100,000. If you have $100,000 in assets, you're not eligible uh, for the program. But there are certain things that are exempt. For instance, a principal residence, some vehicle, um, daily use things, those kind of things are exempt from that $100,000 calculation. But prior to this legislation, we will count Henson Trusts, discretionary, non-discretionary trusts, towards that eligibility uh, limit. So this legislation will exempt both discretionary and non-discretionary trusts being counted towards that 100,000 limit. And second thing, it also amends uh, the requirements with respect to uh, the timing that will be available to ish clients if they get some inheritance or gifts and get some money lump sum they will have one year grace period to plan to invest those monies, gifts, 
into exempt assets so that they don't lose eligibility for the AISH program. Are these people generally people who would require uh, more financial assistance because they have uh, either a disability that keeps them from working or a disability that in some way requires constant care, uh, constant uh, rehabilitative training, that kind of um, thing? And is that why uh, the government has moved to try and give them a more solid uh, and perhaps enlarged uh, financial base uh, so that they can live comfortable lives? As I mentioned earlier, what this program does, that it supports adults with permanent disabilities who are unable to earn a livelihood. So that's the basic, I guess, criteria for this program. And what this piece of legislation will do, it will treat those Albertans with disabilities same as any other Albertan who can set up discretionary trusts or who can inherit money and gifts from their love, from their guardians, from their parents. And now, once they apply for this program, those trusts will not be counted towards their eligibility, which means that more Albertans can apply to this program now because of this piece of legislation. What kind of feedback have you had from the AISH community since the legislation, Bill 5, came into effect? I think it's a, a very positive and welcome change. And we have heard from across the province how uh, this legislation provides that flexibility to parents to plan for the financial stability of their loved ones, uh, inclusion Alberta, uh, which deals with many families with individuals with disabilities. They were supportive. There was an event here in Calgary, Vakova Center, where I personally met uh, a lot of families. For instance, uh, I met father uh, of a child who is receiving supports from uh, this program, and they were uh, trying to set up their will. And now they were facing a dilemma, dilemma that their son might lose those benefits. And what I heard from him, and I quote, uh, we worked with our legal counsel to devise ways for that to be protected for him, but we were finding it very difficult to come up with a will that would preserve his ish. We are pleasantly surprised to find out that Bill 5 in the legislature and it dealt with our specific problem in terms of preserving age for our son, even if we set up a trust for him. So this is how this piece of legislation is enabling parents, guardians, to plan for the financial security, financial future of their loved ones. How about uh, older folks uh, who may be eligible for age, but you know, who, who have a caregiver or perhaps are institutionalized or something like that. Um, uh, does this help in terms of what access to funds they have, uh, how they can live? Uh, I, I take it you have some older people who are members of that. What is the difference in their experience by comparison with a youth who is eligible for AISH or a young person who is eligible for AISH but still has parents as guardians? A couple of things. The ISH program provides supports to adults 
like 18 and over up till age 65. When once an individual or burden turns 65, the other sports kick in from federal government, old age uh, security, guaranteed income supplement, Alberta senior benefit. And then they, are, uh, they move on to those supports and they get support from those programs. But for those who are applying into each program, they benefit because their trust won't be counted towards eligibility requirement. Second, those who are on the program already, if they inherit something from their parents' guardians, they don't lose eligibility. And they have grace period of one year to plan to invest those uh, funds into exempt assets. And we do uh, advise that people consult their state planner, their legal counsel, uh, when it comes to setting up those trusts, setting up will, to make sure that their eligibility is not impacted. How does Bill 5 and its provisions compare with other legislation of a similar type in other jurisdictions in Canada? Uh, Most jurisdictions in Canada uh, exempt similar uh, trusts. Alberta was lagging behind, and I think these were uh, kind of arbitrary barriers set up to reduce access to this program and control spending of this program by previous government. And what we heard loud and clear, that's what Alberta wanted us to do, and that's what we heard in consultation, and that's why we took action. And the listening that you do as a regular part of your job uh, would suggest that the legislation as it is written now uh, fills a lot of the gaps. Does it leave any openings that you need to patch up given the experience of the public in dealing with this? There is always room for improvement. And the principle we follow dealing with uh, programs such as ISH, PDD, involving individuals with disabilities is nothing about us without us. So any changes we make to these programs, we make sure that we consult with those who will be impacted by those changes and get their feedback on those changes. That's just one change, but we have taken a number of other steps with respect to this program. We invested $188 million in last four budgets in this program to make sure that people have the supports they need. We also uh, created a much more simplified application, which also was developed after getting input from the community. We also created guidelines for the families how to fill in those applications. We created a guide for the adjudicators to uh, make sure that the decision-making with respect to age is consistent throughout the province. We also got rid of a policy called earning a livelihood policy, which was also uh, something that we heard from the community, that it's uh, creating barriers for people to get on to the age program. So there is always more work that needs to be done, and we are absolutely committed to making sure that Albertan gets the support they need. 
Irfan Sabir is the Minister of Community and Social Services. Up next, a conversation with Sherry McMillan about tax planning. You're listening to The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.